hey, what's going on, everybody? Thanks for checking out this episode of The Stew on this podcast. Back in May, my wife Melissa and I began a new podcast venture. We started one called the Life in Rhythm podcast, where we focus in on helping people find rhythm in their own life. And uh, last month, we did an episode talking about finding rhythm in transition and we as a family just went through a transition ourselves as we moved from Colorado to Wisconsin and with any transition come a lot of stressful moments while it's exciting to go through a transition there's still a lot of unknowns and uncertainties that you're walking into um, when it comes to moving from one place to another uh, just moving from you know an apartment or from uh, one home to another within town is stressful enough. Adding in the 15-hour journey across uh, state lines and everything else during a pandemic, nonetheless, there's a lot of stress that goes along with it. So there's a lot of transitions, or there's a lot of uh, stress within transitions that need to be maneuvered through. So we did a podcast talking about uh, some of the things that we have learned in this process. Uh, some of the things that we were looking forward to and ways that we were finding how we could de-stress in a stressful time. So for today's episode, I'm uh, inviting you all into that conversation that we had uh, back in July in our episode, Finding Rhythm in Transition. So enjoy this episode of the student uh, stew on this podcast as you listen to a conversation between Melissa and I from the Life in a Rhythm podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Life in Rhythm podcast, the first one for the month of July in this crazy pandemic year. Uh, as always, we are so thankful that you guys would just take time out of your day to uh, just listen to what we have to say. Uh, if this is your first time joining us, allow me to introduce myself. My name is Stuart. And I'm Melissa. And uh, we are a married couple in ministry. And uh, today we're going to talk to you about the idea of transitions. Now, the whole point of this podcast was to talk about how it's easier to find rhythm in life rather than balance because things get all haywire uh, every so often and uh, trying to move with the rhythm of life rather than trying to find balance can tend to be an easier thing done. Wouldn't you say, babe? Yeah, I would completely agree. I think it's hard to like balance transitions and I think it's easier to find a rhythm when you're going through a transition. Yeah. So Melissa and I at the time of this recording, um, actually when you guys hear this, we will be uh, less than a week away of celebrating our five-year anniversary. And uh, that's uh, that's definitely a time to celebrate for sure. We're looking forward to it. Um, but within those five years of us being married and, um, even in our dating years as well, pretty much in the eight years that we've known each other, you and I have gone through tons of different transitions. Oh my gosh. So Um, many transitions. (laughs) Do you want to let everybody know how our, our lifestyle of transition got started from when we met, when we started dating? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much detail you want me to go into. I think it's better that I tell this versus you. True, I do speak um, a lot. 
Um, I mean, the first transition is we met in 2012 in February and speed up six months to that or after that, we started dating in July, two weeks before we were both transitioning out of New Mexico. I was moving to Colorado to start grad school and Stuart was moving to Arkansas to do school as well. So that was probably the first transition is doing long distance and transitioning from being in the same city to dating far away from each other. Um, And then from there, we did that for a year. And then another transition came where, um, you know, I moved down to Denver and then you ended up leaving Arkansas and joined me in Denver. And we lived in the Denver area for about two years or so. And then we, you know, continued to date. And then we transitioned into getting um, engaged in February of 2015. And um, then in uh, July is when we transitioned to being married. And that quick transition from dating to marriage um, was exciting. I mean, we were engaged for less than six months. And once we got married, um, funny story, after um, at the end of our honeymoon, we got flown from our honeymoon to Connecticut to a job interview visit for Stuart. And we accepted a job while we're out there. And so about three weeks after we got married and started this new life as a married couple, we transitioned again out of Colorado to a new state in Connecticut lived there for about a year plus and then came back to Colorado Springs and we've been here um, since then since 2016 October of October and then transitioning you know from that married couple back into Colorado we transitioned to becoming puppy parents and we got stout and uh, he's just been such a joy in our lives Stuart would say otherwise. <laughs> But um, much better dogs out there, <laughs> much better dogs. But that transition of just us being us and to caring for another, um, you know, a dog was a, a transition. And then fast forward a couple of years, um, we got pregnant with Micah and then becoming parents and going from that trans- transition of, wow, we're not only responsible for a dog and then now we're responsible for a child. So that's a little bit of a, our transition life story. I don't know how to really describe that, but hopefully I didn't go into too much nitty gritty details, but that's kind of us, our transitions, um, in a nutshell. Yeah, that's perfect. So when Melissa and I were in the process of getting married, our, I would say even after we got married, I was working for a church up in Conifer and the senior pastor and I were talking about all the different transitions that Melissa and I were going through at the time. And he said that there were, I, I think he said there are about five main stressors, yeah, um, big stressors in people's lives that that people tend to go through. Um, one of them was getting married, mm-hmm. so we check marked that box at yep. that time. A second one was a change of job, yeah, which that's exactly what we were in the middle of. We just got married and now we we're getting ready to move to Connecticut. Um, a third one was. Uh, uh, moving, mm-hmm. which because we're moving to Connecticut, you could throw that one into uh, into play for everything that we were going through. Um, a fourth one is obviously finances, um, which is always going to be a huge stressor for a lot of people. 
And then I think the fifth one was just adding to the family, like starting your family, bringing yeah. kids into, into the fold. So of these five stressors, main stressors that we as people go through, uh, the senior pastor and I were talking about it, and he was saying that Melissa and I, in our first two weeks of marriage, and really just within the first couple of days of being married, we were beginning the process of hitting three of the five main stressors. Yeah. Now, that was not by intentional design no, uh, by any no. means. We uh, would both fully say that this was um, uh, God-ordained. His hand was in the center of all of it, and we were just being obedient as much as it didn't make any sense to us at the time. But I think for us, it's always a hindsight kind of thing where we see that the Lord was working through yeah, it definitely. Um, all the time. Um, I mean, even us moving back to Colorado from Connecticut, we see in the long run, in hindsight, once again, where the Lord was in it because we moved back to Colorado because you got let go from your job. Mm-hmm. And, and that was the beginning of the Lord saying, hey, your, your time here is done. Um, you've done what you need to do and, and um, trying to move on to something else. So we wanted to take this episode to talk about the idea of transitions. And that's not to say that we're professionals no. at it. Um, by any means, even though clearly from what Melissa just laid down, we have gone through many transitions in our own life. In fact, we are right now in the middle of another one. Um, you know, as Melissa said, we've been living here in Colorado Springs for uh, working on our fourth year. And uh, God has again said, okay, it's time to transition. And he started working on and in our lives as a family yeah. instead of it just being a married unit. Now, you know, including Micah into that and Stout. Um, and he's saying that it's time to transition again. So we're actually in the process of getting ready to move to Wisconsin now yep. uh, in about a week in time. Uh, as you guys listen to this, it's going to be a week's time. And uh, so we're, we're once again finding ourselves in the middle of a transitional point of our lives. And we thought that we would talk about transition since we're having to really take this thing head on right now and, and finding ourselves in the middle of that again. So we wanted to talk about finding a rhythm in that transitional lifestyle. Um, so with that being said, some of the things that we wanted to really address was, um, you know, the reality is that transition isn't easy. No, there's, not at all. Yeah, there's so much that goes into play with it. Um, you know, even us making the decision, I, like I, I said that, like it's our decision. I mean, it is. Like we had to choose to be obedient to the Lord. But us moving to Wisconsin, um, you know, the moment that we knew that it was what God was calling us to do, we've been using the the um, the phrase, the term, of uh, a bittersweet decision because um, we love being here in Colorado and we have built great friendships here in Colorado. We have tons of great memories. Um, The Lord has done mighty, mighty things for us as a family unit. Um, You know, my wife posted on her social media page on on Facebook, the fact that um, all the amazing memories that we have as a family here in Colorado, the fact that, Colorado's where my wife got her master's degree. Colorado's where I was living when I got my bachelor's degree in theology. Colorado is where we were when we got engaged. Um, and Colorado is where Micah was born. Colorado is where we got stout. Um, Colorado is where we have tons of great friends. And Colorado is where I've spent the last two years working for a awesome church um, that has an awesome mission of knowing Jesus and making Jesus known. 
And so knowing that the Lord is calling us to now transition out of that, it really is a bittersweet thing because that means that there's a lot of things that we're having to leave behind because of our obedience. And what we're moving to is awesome. Yeah. Like they're like they're yeah. when we made that decision, it was one of those like, are we sure that this is what the Lord's calling us to do? And um, and I don't want to speak for you, babe, but I think that we both immediately were like, yeah, th- this is it. Yeah, th- this is what we're supposed to be doing next. And we were excited about it, but that excitement was quickly followed with the, well, dang, now we have to tell our our friends about this and that our family have, and our and family and coworkers and everyone yeah. that we know. Yeah, and people that have been major influences in our lives and you have been there for us. So I say all that just to really reiterate um, what started all of that of saying that transition sucks at times. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's a lot that there's a lot of reasons to why it sucks. The the memories that you're gonna have to leave behind, but you get to carry with you wherever you go. But for us in this instance, the idea of moving, man, the, the rhythm that we're having to find and play around with that, because we're both still working full time um, at home at home, and taking and care of Micah, taking care of a 14 month old um, girl that has very much hit the toddler phase of life rather yes. than just being a baby. She's walking and talking and singing and dancing, um, hates getting her diaper changed. Uh, wants things the way that she wants it. Um, and then on top of that, we're now having to pack up our house and ready and, and getting ready to uh, load it on to a trailer. So that being said, babe, do you want to speak into any of that of what what finding rhythm for you has looked like through that whole this whole trans the beginning of this transitional period in our lives? Yeah, I think that finding rhythm during this time has been super important like I don't want Micah to get out of her routine of things of you know eating and napping and sleeping and playing and just you know having a good time as well as stout too and um, it's really important for me to keep that rhythm with the both of them um, while you know we're both working full-time and you know, having Zoom meetings still and packing up the house. And I think we've done a pretty good job keeping that rhythm around here. We've, you know, we've even been able to, you know, see friends and spend time with friends who we call our family um, here in Colorado. And I think even just keeping that rhythm has been like super important, even though like it, it is going to be bittersweet to like leave them, you know, um, but I think that during this time, it it it's just been so important to find that rhythm. Like, I would I've been telling people like lately, like, oh, we're like ninety percent packed, and you know, we're doing really good and everything. And you know, when I get a room done or a section of the house done, I'm just like, oh, like I feel good. And then I end up going back and like, oh. We, there's still more. There's still more in this room that needs to be done. It's just like minor little things and. <clears throat> You know, as we're recording this, I'm looking in our kitchen and this is like the last big one that we have to do still. And it's like daunting to me. Um, Anyways, I'm kind of going off on a tangent, but yeah, I just think that finding rhythm during all of this has just been super important. You know, I know that it's going to be a hard transition for us as a family. You know, all the transitions that Stuart and I have gone through, it's just been Stuart and I. I mean, Stout has only experienced one move with us, but that was across town. But like now we have Micah as well and we're moving across, you know, halfway across the country. 
And so I think keeping that rhythm is just super important, you know, you know, continue to do our date nights. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just, every Friday night is our date night and that's one rhythm and one routine that like, we don't want to like stop doing in the season of transition. You know, the house may be a disaster with boxes and bins everywhere, but like, that's one thing that will not, um, stop during this time. So I don't know if that really answers your question about, you know, how I'm handling or how we're handling, you know, the transition right now and keeping a rhythm within our family. But it's just kind of how I'm feeling is it's definitely hard, but, um, I think we're doing a pretty good job being able to find, you know, um, that balance of moving and working and taking care of Micah and Stout and everything. Yeah. And you, you hit on exactly what I was hoping that you would hit on is the fact that there are, um, important things that we have established as need to do within our lifestyle, right? Like, um, yes, even though we're going through this transition and we're packing up things and whatnot, like we haven't stopped date nights. We haven't stopped doing life in general, like as a family or with each other or with our friends. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think for anybody who listens to this, like that's an important thing to hear because, you know, as you said, looking at the kitchen right now and it's daunting to you, the things that still need to get done. And uh, as your husband, I know very much that it's daunting to you. It's not daunting to me. Because you're not doing it. Because you're going to be the one doing it. Because <laughs> I've been doing the majority of the packing. That's yeah. why. Yeah. I mean, it's something that you're great at. So, you know, delegation, I guess. Um, no. Any any husbands listening out there, do not follow my example. Help out your wife in packing up the house. Um, but w- there are non-negotiables that we have established to our rhythm and of our life of you know, I'm still getting up or in the morning going and working out. Yeah, I um, forgot about that. Yep, and and we're still doing our date nights. Like you said, we're still hanging out with our friends. We're getting in that time that we can because those are life-giving for us, you know. Um, I think that if if those things had to hit the back burner, which sometimes, sometimes that kind of stuff has to, but I think that if we just halted all of that kind of stuff for the sake of the for the sake of the fact that we're, we're transitioning and moving, I think that, I think that the task would, of moving would become more daunting. Oh no, I completely agree. I probably hate moving. I mean, moving's not fun, but I would agree if we were only focused on being in this house 24 seven and packing to the move for the move and not seeing people and spending time and doing life as a family and our date nights and gym and everything. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. So, um, you know, for, for anybody listening to this, when it comes to you facing your own transitions in life, I, that to me, I think would be the, the biggest key takeaway for this podcast would be, man, build in, build in, uh, the rhythm of life to the transition that you're going through. Like, don't, don't put everything on pause or hold just because you've got this big taunt, like daunting move ahead of you or this big change. Um, because the reality is that change is going to happen all the time yeah. in our lives. There's going to always be a new norm that we, we have to adjust to. There's always going to be something new that hits that we maybe weren't even prepared for. Yeah. Um, and, and you're going to have to adjust to it quickly. So having those outlets, those life-giving 
moments of being able to hang out with friends and do your date night and, and get away and, and take your mind off of that kind of stuff, I think is super beneficial. Um, you know, for the young adult ministry that we've been a part of for the past couple of years now, we, um, we just got done doing a series not too long ago of this idea of new norm and having to adjust to new things and whatnot. And, you know, we always want this podcast to be gospel centered. Yes. Uh, we we really believe that Jesus is the answer to all of life's problems. Um, that even though when life uh even when life sucks at times, the real hope is the fact that eternity is what's in mind. Yeah. Um, that you know, the good times and the bad times of this life that we're experiencing now, it's merely a blip when you keep in mind of what eternity has in in store for us, hanging out with Jesus if you're a follower of Christ. All that being said, um, in the series that I got to do with our young adults, I opened up the series just really focusing in on um, this guy, Solomon. Uh, he's like, he goes down in history as the richest, wisest guy that ever lived. Uh, he's son to uh, King David. Uh, David, for any of you that are familiar with the Bible, he's the young boy who defeats uh, Goliath in battle. He ends up becoming king and and David has a son named Solomon. Solomon becomes the next uh, king of Israel. And uh, God basically says, what is it that you want? Right? If there's anything that you can have, what is it that you're looking for? And Solomon, um, all he requests is wisdom and knowing how to best lead out uh, God's people. And part of that comes down to Solomon writing this book called Ecclesiastes. And in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, um, he starts writing this, and uh, this is what I was sharing with our young adults, um, starting verse one, chapter three, he says, for everything, there is a season, a time for, uh, every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest a time to kill and a time to heal a time to tear down and a time to build up a time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to grieve and a time to dance a time to scatter stones and to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to turn away, a time to search and a time to quit searching, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to uh, be quiet and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. And I just love what Solomon is writing there and what he's trying to the message that he's trying to relay to um, his readers, the fact that um, there's one consistent thing in all of our lives, and that's that things are constantly changing. Yeah. Especially during this time of COVID. Right. Like, everything that you were saying in that verse, I was just, like, thinking about everything that's going on right now with COVID. And there's so many people that, like, are experiencing all of those different seasons. Mm-hmm. So, wow. And, and it's all their own transitions yeah. that they have to go through. Yeah. And I think that the mistake would be to think, you know, because you and I right now, our transition includes, um, you know, leaving friends with the hope that we're going to make new friends yeah. out in Wisconsin, which I, I guarantee that's going to happen just because you're so beautiful um, and you have a great, <laughs> great personality. This introverted over here. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, the again, talking about the memories that we're going to have to 
there's memories that we hold on to, but it's just like, man, we'll never be able to drive past St. Francis Hospital ever again to see, like, and be like, Micah, that's that's where you were born in that building right there. Like, there's there's moments like that that we're about to leave behind, and those are transitions that we're going through. But like you just said, in this COVID season that we've been in, everybody's got their own transitions that they're going through. Mm-hmm. And that's what Solomon is getting across, is like, people understand Things are constantly changing. The only constant thing in this life, besides for Jesus, is that time's going to change on you. Yeah. And you need to be prepared for that and be okay with it. Um, You know, one of my favorite sayings that I've heard recently is um, from Jason Kalipa. He's a CrossFit athlete. Um, But he says, you got to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. Yeah. And, And I think that's the the key takeaway when it comes to transitions for any person is like, man, transitions are going to suck, as I've been saying, and it's going to be uncomfortable. But in order for you to come out on top of it in the long run is, you know, being getting comfortable with the uncomfortableness of it. Um, and then for, you know, those who are followers of Jesus, you know, uh, Jesus' disciples sitting there and having that understanding, that acknowledgement that, man, through all this, God's got me. Um, he's going before me, and uh, you know he he wouldn't he wouldn't allow these kinds of things. He wouldn't open up the doors if it wasn't something that we're supposed to run through. And even if it's a wrong decision, yeah. even if it's a wrong decision, and I think that's the that's the uh, danger trap that some people fall into. That just because the door opened up, that people will make this assumption like, well, the door opened up, so obviously this is the right thing to do. Eh, maybe not. But even if it wasn't the right decision and even if that door opening up leads to more hardships, again, the eternal perspective is that Jesus is still sitting on the throne and things are still good in the long run. So the transition may suck, but there is a way to see how there is a way to see opportunity through this and make the most of it in the long run. Yeah. I mean, that saying right there, I mean, I feel like is a testament to our life. I mean, think about all, what was it again? To be comfortable with the uncomfortable? Getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. Yeah. So just thinking about all the transitions of life that we've gone through. I mean, moving to Colorado, not knowing anybody, moving to Connecticut, not knowing anybody, moving back to Colorado, not knowing anybody, but like every transition we've gone through, it's like being you need to get comfortable with the uncomfortable, you know? And I just think about all of that unknown with all those transitions that we had, starting at a new church, starting at a new school or a new job or whatever. Like we went through a lot of uncomfortable circumstances, Mm -hmm. but we got comfortable Mm -hmm. with the uncomfortable. Think of all the friends and the family that we built through all of that, you know, and those transitions and, yeah, I just, I really like that saying. Yeah. Well, it, it, with this being an episode on transitions, um, when it comes to next steps and practical application or, or any kind of word of an encouragement, is there anything, babe, that you would want to pass along to our listeners just to say, you know, when your time of transition comes, hey, here's here's a bit of encouragement or hope or something that you can hold on to in the process or maybe something that even for you right now as we're going through our own transition uh, getting ready for another big move in our lives that you're kind of like 
in the midst of all the craziness and the midst of rhythm kind of seeming to be off balance sometimes like this is this is where my hope or my peace or something like that is coming from in the middle of all this I mean, the Lord is definitely teaching me a lot during this transition. Um, patience, to not be as stressed, um, to watch my tone when I communicate with you and Micah in my frustration, you know. Um, the Lord definitely has given me a lot of grace, but it's, He's definitely been teaching me a lot during this time. Like, opening my eyes to things I don't think that I knew that I was doing. Um, and so I would just encourage those who are going through any transition to have patience. And it's not going to happen right away. It's going to take time. And it's going to be something that you have to work on every single day. But have patience with your spouse or your friend or your family or whoever you're going to, the, through the transition with. Um and also to try to keep it as stress-free as possible. I know that's really hard to think about um, just because moving or going through any transition is really hard and really stressful with so many different factors that are involved that you may not even think about until, oh, I need to do that, you know? So I would just say to really have patience, try to be as stress-free as possible, and then really just watch your tone and your communication um, when you speak to those around you. Um, even if it's people not within your family. I know for our 4th of, for 4th of July, we went over to some friend's house and um, it wasn't on the 4th of July, but we were, you know, it was a couple of days before, but I remember that day just being so stressful, trying to work all day and take care of Micah and Stout and there was a thunderstorm and trying to get ready for the party. And I just remember you know, being picked up by one of our friends, I just, I knew that I didn't have the right tone and the right attitude when, you know, my friend picked me up. And then even when we got to their house, I just, I even apologized to them later that evening about, you know, my attitude and my tone and my communication. It's just, I've just been so stressed with everything. And, um, so when you're in a transition, don't forget about all those other people that are around you mm -hmm. and how you communicate to them because it affects them too. Yeah. So I would say those are my, my three big things um, for, I don't know, encouragement to you for those who are going through transition. Yeah, I really like that. Um, when, from my side of things, um, I, I'm just going to piggyback off of yours when it comes to not stressing it. Yeah. Um, I think that stress comes from our desire to be in control of all things at all time. Yeah. And, um, which is very hard for me. <laughs> yeah. And, and it is for a lot of people. I, I think that's one thing that, you know, there's a lot of similarities when it comes to you and I as a couple, or, um, as my sister would correct me on my grammar there, when there's a lot of similarities when it comes to you and me as a couple. <laughs> um, but, um, one of the things that does make us different, and it's a good thing, um, and, and I think that you and I don't tap into it as much as we probably should, is the fact that you are very strategic and you are very analytical when it comes to how things are supposed to be done, whereas I'm just 
I'm that carefree spirit. Like things are going to work out because my wife is going to pack up the kitchen and I don't have to worry about it. Um, again, <laughs> don't listen to that. That's it's the wrong totally thing to true, do. Though. It is. It is. Um, but I think that there's there's an element to us as human beings that we feel like we have to be in control of our own lives and we have to be in control of our own destiny. Yeah. Um, and the moment that we feel like that we're not in control, that's an uncomfortable position to be in. Um, but my, my word of encouragement to anybody listening to this, who's going through their own transitions and knowing that transitions is a stressful thing would be, it's not for you to be in control. My encouragement would be, you know, believer, non-believer alike. And, and it's harder for the non-believer to accept this bit of advice, but I would say, man, just give it to the Lord. You know, we just got done reading a, a bedtime story to Micah and it, it was all about how the Lord cares for you so much that he knows every hair on your head, yeah. right? Like, we're, we're, you and I, Melissa, we're not going through this transition for God to stress us out. No. I mean, he is putting us through this transition. Right. He opened these doors for us to go through this. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that when it's all said and done, um, and we've seen it already, but when it's all said and done, we will look at this transition once again, just like all the other transitions that we've gone through. And we'll say, you know, hindsight being 2020, like we will see where the Lord's hand was in all of it. And there was really no reason for us to stress, yeah. you know, tangibly right now. Um, what, what you and I see is uh, we didn't know where we we're going to live. By getting out to Wisconsin, yeah, um, we didn't know what it was going to look like to even move out there at this point. Yeah, um, so all the things that we had no idea how they were going to come together, God provided. God provided. Yeah, and um, that's something that you know, as as the Bible says, um, the Book of Revelation talks about that our enemy is defeated by the blood of the Lamb. So Jesus' sacrifice on the cross and the word of our testimony. Even this part of our story, this part of our transition, um, this is going to be an area where we get to sit there and tell people in the long run, like, this is how the Lord was working in our lives during this time, where we didn't have to be in control because he was in control the entire time. That the most sinful part of our lives during this transition is when we thought that we needed to be in control. Oh, yeah. Because it, it was us booting God out yep. of the position that he needed to be in. Yeah. So that's my encouragement for any of you listening this is... We're all going to go through our transitions. As Solomon said, there's a time for everything and that, and there's a time even for transitions. So I would just encourage you when it's, when it's so easy to get stressed out by the things that are happening, maybe pause and take a break for a second and be reminded that the God who knows every hair on your head cares more about you uh, than anything else in the world. And, And you're not going through these transitions because he's some you know, dictator type God up in the cosmos, um, trying to get his easy laughs out of all this. Like, no, he, he knows what he's doing. And the, the transitions most likely are for your benefit as stressful as they may be. So let go and let God as easy as that is to say, but more, more appropriately, just trust that he's got you and, and it's going to be all right. And the transition when it's all said and done, hiding again, hindsight being 2020, you're going to hopefully praise and worship the Lord of how good he was to you during this time. So anything else? I don't think so. Good. 
All right. Well, as always, we would love to pray for you all. So let me go ahead and pray for us real quick. Well, Father, as it's already been said, as we read through Ecclesiastes and we heard the um, wise words of Solomon, God, there is a time for everything. And sometimes when it comes to the rhythm for our lives, um, time includes a transition. Um, as my wife pointed out, just even in this COVID season, the people have had to go on or go through many transitions um, themselves. Some of our listeners maybe lost a job in the process. Um, God, maybe some of our listeners have had um, uh, the virus impact their lives, whether it was them personally or a loved one or a friend. Um, but God, we've all had to hit this transition of um, uncertainty. Uh, we don't know what life is going to look like post-COVID. Uh, we don't even know when post-COVID is really going to hit. Um, but God, your word guarantees us that uh, things are going to constantly change. Uh, but there's one thing that never changes, and that's our God. You change not. God, you are faithful. You are true. God, that's the reason why, uh, if we're willing to, we can hold on to you with white knuckle intensity and through the constant waves of the storms that we go through, God, you, you're firm. That's where, like, you're, you're a stable rock that we can stand on. So, God, for whatever transitions any of us are going through, uh, God, we just pray that, I pray that we would just be reminded that, and you're the God that will never leave us nor forsake us. And you are a God who is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. So God, be with us in the middle of our transitions. God, I pray that you would reveal yourself to us in the middle of our transitions. And God, when we are trying to take control um, in our simple nature, that we would be reminded that you are the God who is in control. And we can just rely on you. So Father, we thank you for this time. God, we pray that this podcast, this episode, would be a blessing to those who hear it. And God, we just look forward to... uh, how you're going to work through this podcast and what what you're going to place on our hearts to uh, bring forth next. Um, but Father, we love you and we lift this up in Jesus' name. Amen. for listening to the stew on this podcast if you have enjoyed this episode and would like to hear more we encourage you to subscribe to this podcast for future episodes thank you again for listening and god bless